Well, hello, I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwach, and, and this, this is Married to Hollywood. Hollywood, where we break down the good, the bad, and the ugly about being married to each other and the industry. Well, well, it's sunny, it's 70, it's we're outside. 70 degrees, we're in so the gazebo. There'll be some, Am, listen, listen, there'll be some ambiance. Do you hear the wind? Wind chimes. And wind chimes. You might hear Brady barking. Birds. It is so nice out. And after the the icy cold wet bit that we've been it, this is so this And is it so might nice. snow again in next week. It's 70 right now and Wait, it'll snow serious? next week. Yeah. It's going to snow next week? Maybe. At least oh cold God. at least cold rain, <laughs> which will be fun. Wow. Which of course is the though um the period of time in which my out of town client is coming from Florida. To look at homes. Oh no, we'll that's when he's coming. In the middle of the awful weather oh, next week. That would have been nice if he was here this week. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he was supposed to come in April, so that's he's, true. He's a month early. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Well, how are you, love? Oh, I'm doing all right. Uh, I have an audition for a TV show that's shooting in DC this week. Woo-hoo. Here, that's um, great. But my audition is supposed to be either today, tomorrow, or. Friday, and I haven't gotten a time <laughs> slot yet, um, so okay. we'll see about that. Well, are, are you ready to go? Do you know your sides? N- nope. Nope. Okay. All I know is All that right. I'm playing a racist cop. Well, he's not racist. It's implied that he's racist. Um, <laughs> cop who is stalking a black kid walking down the street. It's basically like, hey, Aww. we've uh, had a lot of break-ins in these homes. Uh, can I talk to you for a second, kid? And the kid's like, ah, understandably, because you know I've got my hand on my gun, and yes. I'm talking to a kid in a hoodie. Can't imagine what's a, what, what it's this an is allegory toward. Yes. Um, but Aww. yeah. Wow. Is this your first Zoom audition? Live Zoom audition. You haven't um, had a live one yet, have you? I've not had a live Zoom audition. Are you excited? They're fun. They're weird, yeah. but they're fun. Uh, well, the thing that I uh, I'm weirded out about it a little bit is just it's like um, a a lot of the scene is it it's so much just going to be like on me having the physicality and on me having the moment deeply inside of me because the things that really make that moment are the wider shots the the editing and the music <laughs> so yeah, it's just like yeah. really understanding that moment and understanding my character's purpose and understanding that the the fear that I have of this small child whether I think objectively is Jason that is absurd I have to make sure that this guy actually has that fear. It's fearing for his life so that he is ready to draw down on an unarmed black kid in a hoodie. (laughs) As absurd as that is. Well, I will say for live Zoom auditions, it... They're more fun than self-tapes because at least there's an energy you can bring in as if you're going into the room, but then it feels like you're FaceTiming with a friend. Yeah. So it's like... There's an informality to it. It's too casual. It's very casual. Yeah. Um, and you can ask before it starts, yeah. you know, Where's do you want me to look line? at camera yeah, right course, at you? Yeah, of course. I was but planning on asking this Typically, things. you look right at the like, The reader, the yeah, because it pulls it off. It pulls you far enough off, off frame that you're not right. staring dead into the right. barrel. You don't want to yeah. look straight into the... Not down the barrel in this fun. scene. Oh. Look what you just did. That, was, <sighs> that went dark. Yeah. How are you doing? I didn't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing all right. I'm tired. You're tired? I'm so tired. Um, but I'm good. I'm good. Um, Do you want to tell... Training is intense. Oh, okay. the, the, the training is getting more and more yeah. intense. And they're talking about, because it's so nice, 
they may do an in-person but outdoor training Ooh. tomorrow night. And I, yeah, that might be that. the first one I miss yeah. because I just, I'm not. Well, they should stream that. Ready for that To the yet. group that, to the group that doesn't feel comfortable with doing that in person, they should stream yeah. that. that should Most be... of them are like, yeah, let's do it. But no one has their vaccines yet. And yeah. just to, it's just, it's just to have better. a dance rehearsal. It's just better to be cautious. It's better to be cautious right now. You got it's Crohn's. Just, you got to be responsible. I do. I do. So you yeah. have to just be super, super vigilant. Speaking of, speaking of Crohn's. Um, well, poop. Because Speaking of poop. Of poop. <laughs> I like how you're going for the, you went for the poop. Poor Lila oh. this weekend had quite an ordeal. All of these little recaps of the things in her life. I, um, I look forward to her re-listening to this when she's like 30 and she's stuck hearing, knowing we that the world you, knows about her poop. I know. I know. No, we've been very open book since the second you were born. Um, but yeah, no, she wound up in the in the hospital. Yeah, we went out at the Sunday. ER together. It was Jason fun. had to take her, and I Such wasn't allowed to go because of COVID and the Crohn's and, and not having being immune compromised. I and know, this BS. and it was heartbreaking. But I was on Facetime the whole time, and yeah. she was so brave. But she was backed up and had to be taken two, care of. Two and, and a half year old had to have an endoma. The poor thing. poor thing. I know. And she was talking to me about it, and it was scary for it her. It was scary. Scary for us too. But uh, the doctors were great. At was it Shady Grove Medical Center? Was yes. Where we were at? They yes. were great. They took great care. Great COVID precautions. Um, everything felt super safe. It was quiet. It was mellow. And um, the nurse thankful. gave her stickers and an adorable unicorn. That we've named Dr. Unicorn. He's Dr. Unicorn. Um, and she's talking about it a lot. She keeps talking Good. about the doctors and how they Let's make sure Dr. Unicorn's a she. Dr. Unicorn, yes. That way, that way she understands she. that she can be a doctor. Doctor's jobs aren't for men. They're for men and well, women. Well, she already has her little doctor kid. And she goes, I'm Dr. Lila. Yeah, I know. But that's it's one thing to... To play doctor, to play doctor versus doctor, know that there are... Understand that women can be doctors, girl, too. Baby girl, you can be whatever you want to yeah. be. It's important. For, it's important for me as a guy, considering the things we were just talking about, like with morning sickness. Yeah. Like yeah. the fact that people think that morning sickness is this thing because um, men went off to uh, work and they didn't realize that uh, women were sick all day long <laughs> while, while they were at work. They're just like, they just assume, <laughs> hey... Hey, you know, it must be just a morning thing. Because when I get home, my martini and dinner are ready for I me. I had never thought of it that way. Yeah. And then you said that, and we just started it's laughing. It's bizarre. I know. Yeah. I know. The patriarchy. It lives. It the is well. Patriarchy. We need to get rid of it. You know. You know. But no, aside from that, I mean, she's been a trooper, and, and we're doing we're doing well today. Um, I know we will air tomorrow, but today is March 10th, and it is uh, yes. my grandmother's birthday. Like grandmother's this birthday. is her, the second birthday without her. And that... That's hard. You know, she passed, yeah, she she passed just over today. a year ago, just over a year ago. And Claire, who is our niece, our niece, Seth and Megas, Megan's oldest, she is five. And last week she asked my mom if we could do a Zoom birthday celebration of life for Nana today to, you know, celebrate her birthday and think about her. And we were all so touched that this five and a half year old understood she's yeah. not here, but let's celebrate she's her birthday. She's such a smart kid. Yeah. She's so sweet. So she is. So we're all going to hop on later this very, afternoon and do very a, empathetic. a Zoom for yeah. for my grandmommy. Yeah. And it's it's very strange when it's someone who's so close is, is no longer here. She's I mean, gr- Grandmom and I, her presence we, is had, still here. we were very close. It, uh, I, I don't remember what philosopher said it, but it's a, you die, you die twice. It's you, you die, uh, your life ends, and then you, you really die when people stop when people telling, stop you, telling your telling story. telling your story. Yeah. No, and she lives 
beautifully on with all of her yeah. great-grandchildren. I'm so grateful Lila at least got to know her, and we have some of those beautiful yeah. pictures. And we'll tell her stories, and then, then, and then she'll will. live on. And that's yeah. the cool thing about storytelling, yeah. and why we do what we do is you, you want some... Oh, Brady, you going to be involved in the conversation? He, he wants in. He'll he definitely... That'll definitely be audible. Hi, buddy. Hi. <laughs> um, that reminds me of the movie Coco. Did you ever see Coco? No. No. I'm still mad at Coco I for know, taking I'm away the I'm still mad at Coco, too, because This song Is Me should have won. This Is Me for Greatest Showman. Uh, but the movie itself was beautiful, and that's kind of the main thing about it is, you know, it's the... Brady. Hey, Brady, do you want to come in here? <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to come into the gazebo with us? Uh, but it's all about the Day of the Dead and remembering your loved ones <laughs> and how there's, this, there's this neat there's this neat thing and little you know spoiler alert for you I mean I know you'll eventually see it but in the under in the underworld where they're all having this you know party in the afterlife except there is still the wealthy and the poor they do a really cool job of like what it's explaining like explaining class yeah um, oh good but when capitalism goes beyond the grave on on earth side stop putting up your photo and stop telling your story, you fade away. Oh, that's hard. And so it's like this whole, it's, it's, it's a beautiful, remember me. Yes. I mean, it's a, I understand why it won. And that song is beautiful. This is me. She still should have won. Best song. We will stand by that forever. The fact that the entire auditorium of working artists was singing that song. They were all on their feet. Singing, this is me. I know. Greatest showman was robbed. The, the nine-year-old that I'm currently teaching in Chicago, uh, we're working on A Million Dreams right now. No. And it's really, so really sweet. cute. And it makes me want to watch that movie again. But yeah. So that's, that was a random tangent about it. That's all good. <laughs> Anything else, though? You no. Know? Let's let's just jump right into the exciting thing for today. Guess what, guys? We have a guest. We have a live, in-person, in-person guest. guest. That's we're one of the so reasons excited. why we're outside, so that yes. we can be far enough apart. That too. Sitting. That too. Without our masks on. Well, we're so excited. We have Kara Addington with us today. Yay! Yay! And we are going to talk to her about all kinds of things. So we will be right back. And we're back. Yay. And I'm so excited. Hi, Kara. Hello, Hi, guys. welcome. We are so excited to have you and just to see you in general. In general seeing uh, another person's nice. Seeing you guys after not seeing you for a year. Yeah. Right? A year. All of, all of this started a year ago. A year yeah. ago. Yeah. Oh. A whole year ago. And I mean, That's I know terrifying. we saw each other virtually for Breakthrough, but it's not the same. Definitely yeah. not. No. no. I mean, I've seen lots of people, especially from the studio, virtually once a week, twice yeah. a week. But seeing someone actually in person who is not your own family <laughs> or like your mailman is really exciting. Yeah. It's so exciting. And when you pulled up the other day in your RV, well, first of all, Lila is now obsessed with yeah, your Yeah, we're going to have to take a house. vacation. Yes. Holy cow. In an RV at some point. We I'm, I'm going to have to get her those fairy lights. You yeah. are. I'm going to have to send you guys Oh my gosh, you guys. Over Kara's bed in the RV, she has these twinkly magical lights. And she put them on in like the twinkly rainbow setting. And Lila looks at her and went, It's wonderful. wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> and it was the most genuine, like simple, just like heartfelt joy <laughs> that I've ever seen come out of a human being. And yeah. I was just like melting. It was pretty yeah, it's beautiful. It was, it was. But how are you? There's so much to talk about. So I don't even know quick, where to start. Quick start. I guess. All right. Yeah. Um, I, know, I know you from Anthony Gilardi Acting Studio. Yes. And uh, we worked together there yes. um, in classes and whatnot. But what is your journey to get to LA? So you're originally from upstate New York. Yep. So I'm from upstate New York, a really small town called Scotia. Okay. 
I decided I wanted to be a theater major cool. um, at the end of high school, even though everyone was like, um, you're really good at other things. Maybe you should go do those because you'd actually get a job. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> no, acting, even though I had never gotten like, I never had a lead role in anything. I yeah, was just I'm, like, I'm no. I'm there with you on that. I played, you know, <laughs> Baker number two in the junior play and now I want to be an actor. Um, I went to school in Rochester, New York okay. at Nazareth College. Small Christian school. Yeah, it used to be an all-girls Catholic school. They Whoa. converted in the 70s. It was no still way. seven to one female when I went. Wow. Um, it's an interesting ratio if you're a guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> which which is weird because it's like really bad for dating, but like actually really good if you're a woman in the theater department because then you actually have to fight for your roles because like oh cool even yeah. if they even if they switch the gender like you've still got fifty girls going for two roles whereas like if you're a dude you're getting it no matter what. Oh, yeah. I went to the wrong school. Yeah. Yeah. So I went there <laughs> and then when uh when I graduated, it was me and like five of my friends, and we were all from the Northeast, and we're like, all right, guys, we have a degree in theater. Um what do you do with that? New York or LA, right? That's right. what we're supposed to do. And because everybody was from the Northeast, it was like, all right, let's just move to New York City. We had no idea what yeah. we were doing. Like yeah. None. And I went down there and somehow I ended up surviving in New York City for 10 years. Wow. That's right. You were there for 10 years. A long Doing time. Doing all kinds of cool things wow. like body paint, stand-up comedy, yeah. <laughs> all <laughs> kinds of wildness. I did everything. I was like your stereotypical just like gig worker. I've I've worked in bars. I've been a, a nude figure model. I've been a dog walker. I <laughs> yeah. I worked in an advertising agency in Wall Street. Like I've done everything. And after 10 years in New York, um, I was like, all right, well, people talk about LA. Um, let's see what that's about. Let's try that. <laughs> <laughs> and LA didn't last nearly as long. No, LA was four years mm -hmm. and the main, honestly, I love LA. Like I love the weather, you know, Yeah, us too. You can't really, you, yeah. you can't beat it. Nope. You know, <laughs> no. um, like people are Spoils always like, you. you're from upstate New York. That must mean that you're like used to the snow. It's like, I mean, I've seen it, but I don't like it. You don't like live in it. You no. don't like, oh, I'm just going to go sit outside in like my t-shirt and shorts in the snow. The no, that's not the beach. The first snow is always exciting. Like you're always like, yay, first snow. And then, and then you have to shovel. Right. Then you go, okay, I'd like to go back to yeah. the beach weather now. And those first snows are like right around the holidays in yeah. December when it's pretty and the lights are up and you have things to look forward to. And then people forget. I don't, every single year, over 30 years, I forget that the snow lasts for another three months. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yes. still snowing in March. It and does. you're like, why? Why do I live here? I, I've, I've been saying that since, <gasps> why do I live since here? the cold rains started in November. Every time I have to take the trash out and I'm like wet and cold, I look at my father-in-law and go, why does anyone live here? Why it should be illegal. Why does anyone live here? And yeah. we, all, we all laugh. I've been asking my mother for years. Um, so yeah, uh, LA was great. I mean, I, I have like a huge community of friends in New York, but like somehow I've, I found an even bigger family in LA. Mm -hmm. um, which now has expanded. Yeah, which now <laughs> is like across the country, which is awesome because everybody went home, including me. During the COVID. pandemic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. COVID. So COVID. COVID happened a year ago, and I was living um, with my boyfriend in a studio apartment in Burbank. And then everything shut down. So the entertainment mm. industry shut down. Uh, he was working at a gym that shut, shut down. down. Right. Um, 
I couldn't go to class anymore. I couldn't. I couldn't even get a job if I wanted to. Yeah. Um, there were no gigs to be had. None. There were. There was nothing. Yeah. Um, we were sharing a car, paying twelve hundred dollars for a one room back house, and it was like, what are we doing here? Yeah. I can do things started to show up online that were like, oh, I can do voiceover or like directing over Zoom where I was like, I don't need to be in Los Angeles to do this. Let's wow. go home. Yeah. So we came back east. And now, now you have an RV? In an <laughs> RV. <laughs> and then it expanded to instead of just being back east, why don't I travel the country? And uh, so, yeah, now you're going to pick up some random gigs along the way, mm-hmm. see friends. You're like the only person that's actually going to get to see people. I know. Yeah. It's nice. And it's been really interesting because, um, you know, people asked me about COVID and traveling. Yeah. And they were like, how are you going to, you know, navigate that? And I was like, okay, look, I can't control anyone else in yeah. the country. I can only control how safe I choose to be. So I mask, I sanitize. My little pod of my RV is... <laughs> Is clean and safe. (laughs) And then, you know, and then I just, I'm not going into, you know, restaurants to eat inside. I'm not going into large crowds. And then I just respect whatever, you know, the people that I'm visiting need. So, like, for you guys, obviously, like, respecting your levels of safety is like, okay, because you're my hosts. If I went to another place and they were like, oh, this is, I mean... I still wouldn't be like, oh, I'm just not going to wear a mask anywhere. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, it's like just be courteous of yeah. other people. Yeah, that makes all. sense. And you directed, assistant directed or directed that short in Philly? Yeah, assistant directed. What was that what like? What was that like? Um, that was crazy. So that's a company, they're called Red Flight Productions or Red Flight Pictures. Sorry, Kyle. Um, <laughs> uh, that I've I've actually been an actor for them a few times. And when I realized I was going to travel, I was like, well, why don't I try to work, you know, on set? And then I reached out and was like, hey, are you guys doing anything? And he's like, actually, we're filming something at the end of January. And we could use your help. And our assistant director just dropped out because she has a daughter and doesn't feel comfortable being on set. Oh, yeah. 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 Understandable. And he's like, as long as you understand that, like, we do have 20 extras um, the, the 20 extras were in an outdoor scene and then we had uh, a scene with like about a dozen children and mm. it actually, like we filmed in a library in Philadelphia and it was actually very safe. Like every single crew member wore a mask and sanitized their hands. Everybody got their temp taken as soon as they walked in. They had to have a negative COVID test, um, that had been taken 72 hours before arriving on set. They had to have, like, the physical thing, either from a doctor or, Mm. you know, online. The clinic or what have you. Yep. Um, And then just uh, you took your mask off when the cameras rolled, and then you put it on in between everything. We kept it nice and short. Everybody stayed safe. Wow. Wow. Do you know when that's going to be coming out? Uh, That is up to them. Um, (laughs) I know they did a week of uh, a weekend. They had one day of reshoots. Yeah. But hopefully by the end of the year. Um, And it's it's a 10-minute short and... It, I don't want to give anything away, but it will be really, really beautiful. It's oh. called um, it's called Parrot, uh, and the, yeah. the set photos looked really cool. It's just a really this company is really good at doing like intimate stories that are just all about like 
specific human connections between two people that you would not normally see connecting. Oh, cool. So, yeah, they did another film that I saw last year right before the pandemic uh, hit that was called The Boy Hero. Mm -hmm. And that was all about a little boy who had gotten cancer and was sitting there every day to get his chemotherapy next to an elderly man who was also getting chemotherapy wow. and like how they helped each you had, other. You had an experience like that when you were getting your, was that Remicade? You were getting your injections I did. With? When I used to have the infusions for Remicade every six weeks when Crohn's was first happening all those oh. years ago. Uh, at that point, they would only administer it in that room with everyone who would also have chemo. And so you're sitting there going, I don't have cancer. I'm not as ill as a lot of the people in these rooms, but you're, you're being treated the same. And you start making friends with people to your right and your left. Then you'd come in and someone would be gone. And it was, it was, a. Uh, it's traumatic. It no was, yeah. It was intense. It was yeah. intense. Yeah. That sounds sad. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was, but the conversations had and friendships made and lessons learned. I mean, it's all, that sounds very philosophical the way I just said that. Well, yeah. Right. It's but nothing, no, nothing wrong with that. It's, it's true. You, you learn a lot about yourself and about people when you're in situations yeah. like that. And, and I think I think this company has just like tapped into that very like simple human emotion that, you know, that's at the core of all of our being. Yeah. We yeah. were a like uh we, we are a pack animal, so more or less. And the basic nature is like where you are in the hierarchy of the humanity or the pack and it's good to have connection. It's important. You one of the most basic things you need is a human to human person to person connection because you lose your humanity without it. Yeah. Which yeah. is why the pandemic's been so hard. <laughs> this pandemic, <laughs> I know, I know. Um, oh my god! But what's like? I know because I know you're doing a lot of um, acting, coaching, and stuff like that. How's that been managing from the RV? What's that been like? So far, so good. Um, obviously, I'm. Well, looking, knock on wood for that. Yeah, I know. I don't have the, any wood. Um, <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of like when you decide to go on the road. There's a couple of ways that you can try to make money. You know, a lot of people are like digital advertising or they're coders or something. Now I don't have those kinds of skills. So I was like, all right, what else can I do? I can direct, I can act, I can write. And Brady can bark. And Brady, yeah, Brady does bark. Can bark. He can also act. What's up, buddy? Um, so obviously like I'm looking for, you know, for more clients, but I realized like people were getting auditions, people were booking things and they were not able to get into a studio to you know, work one-on-one -on -one with people. And I was like, well, I can help you with that. So I just started telling people that I could help them. And they were like, okay. And then that even went further to, um, I actually helped a student last year. She was just, she was very shy. And she was doing a final presentation, like for her thesis, um, where she just had to like, basically sell her idea in order to get the grant money to do this like experiment. She cool. was some kind of like biological, but I don't understand. Smart person. Yeah. One of really, those. Really, really <laughs> smart. That's woman. awesome. And, and her teacher reached out, her teacher and I have been in a show together and her teacher reached out and just said, she just needs help with confidence. Can you help her? So basically just performance coaching. Oh, wow. And I was like, yeah, that's what actors do. We yeah. sell ideas. We sell confidence. Like, we sell a story. So I approached my work with her like, okay, you have this 20-slide, you know, PowerPoint presentation. 
we're going to do it like a story. You've got a beginning, middle, and end, and you've got to convince them that this is what it is. And I just taught her some some breath work, how to sit up a little bit more, how to, like, go into her lower register. And all of a sudden, like, she got it. Like, it was, like, one hour of work and then a couple extra notes. And her teacher was like, I saw a complete change. Like, she aced it. It was amazing. Oh, God. And That's I was great. like, acting can be more than just <laughs> like on well, set. I, can help I, I know in the back in the day, Anthony actually coached um, some court attorneys for uh, for cross acts and um, like presentations to judges and oh, juries and things like that. Yeah, because you kind of, um, I guess, any type of professional, you end up a little bit in the weeds mm-hmm. on your process. Wow. Okay. And now we our have, neighbors we have dog. multiple dogs happening at the moment. Awesome. Great. Can't edit that out. That's um, okay. The people live love, guys, people love dogs. Live people, people do, do love, love dogs. dogs. <laughs> 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 you owe me a coke. Um, but oh, so like the the notion of like needing confidence for somebody who's like, oh no no, this is the law. The law is this. My biological experimentation is clearly this. You should see the benefit when I just put it here. It's like no no no. People need people need to be sold. Yeah. People need a story. Yeah. Yeah, I won't have a deep emotional connection to why I should care about this genetic sequencing. Yeah, and in order, if you want me to get your money, give you money, you need to sell me. And it's human. They've done studies where, like, such a small percentage of what we say is what is actually heard. Oh, yeah. So much more of it is how we say of it. Of course. Absolutely. So like your body language. And now what's happened in the last year is you have all of these people who have been forced to now do all of their work on Zoom. They're right. they're forced to be on camera, whereas they were not on camera before. It is magnifying all of their... Insecurities. Movements, <laughs> oh, insecurities, <yeah. laughs> um, you know, facial expressions. And these people, like, don't know what to do. And there are really simple tools that actors have been learning for years that we can show, like, your, your normal person... Um, to just come across more confident, like they know what they're doing. Yeah. So I've been doing. I've been doing that. I should. That's I should fantastic. offer those services to um, to all the people in like my greater real estate brokerage. Yes. Because we all yes, have to be on Zoom should. calls all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, my mom. So my mom in in upstate New York works a lot with like community stuff and like the police reform and whatnot. And she was working with somebody who was running for a local office. And he had great policy and great ideas, but over Zoom, he just like, you know, he held the camera wrong. Like there was way too much room at the top of his head. It was kind of one of those like, shooting him up his nose. Yeah, yeah. like lower angle. Yeah. Like just very did, attractive. Just didn't those Excedrin really commercials. didn't come. Not not the best lighting. And it's like, <laughs> hey, you know, like w- with thirty minutes of just like a few tweaks, we can make it look like you know what you're doing. And that that confidence is what people will vote for. People will watch. Oh yeah, people yeah. will absolutely. People yeah. will buy that. Yeah, yeah. people yeah. will buy that. Not to make yeah. it all capitalistic and transactional, but that is humanity. It's it just transactions. It. Some it transactions are longer or shorter than others. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. what I've been doing, and then randomly, um, also teaching stand-up comedy, which is very different. You're teaching stand-up comedy in Zoom. How are yeah. you doing that via Zoom? Yeah, what's that like? So that's been. Um, so I do, I only have one client. <laughs> that's okay. That's, I got you one are more than I do. Teaching stand-up <laughs> um, comedy, but it's it's someone who uh, who's a very very 
beginner um, comedian. And so a lot of our first sessions, I've been, I've been with him for, I think, like two months. A lot of our first sessions were um, on writing comedy. Okay. Structure so and stuff like structure, that. Structure, how to come up with ideas, you know, how, how to, if you want to be a comic, what your day-to-day has to start, how you have to start looking at the world. And then... <laughs> Very different lens. <laughs> Very differently. Um, and then after that, again, it's just delivery. And with comedy, it's just delivery on your timing, on which words get the emphasis, yeah. uh, what do you do with your body when you say certain words that yeah. makes it funny. The cue people, hey, you're supposed to laugh now. This is when you Better laugh. Better laugh. <laughs> do you make a sound? Do you do something with your eyes? You know, like there's different things. So even those can be done on Zoom. Like yeah. eventually he's going, you know, he, um, he's in a, an area, he's actually in Florida. Uh-huh. He's in an area where they do have open mics open. Of course they do. It's Florida. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's Florida. Uh, so <laughs> yeah. I have, I have told him, I'm like, eventually you are going to have to, you know, go, go out and put this in front of people and record yourself and then come back and let me know how it is. Like I can't, you know, I can't be your only audience. I am a very easy audience. <laughs> I laugh at everything. <laughs> So, um, but, but it's been nice and it's definitely like the more you guys both know, I feel like the more you teach, the more you gain confidence in what you do. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I, I, even when it's, you have a little bit more knowledge than somebody else, the teaching of it reinforces, um, certain processes as well as like the basics. You're like, Oh, right. I know how to do that. I just taught them how to do that. And now I know how to do it better. (laughs) Yeah. Because yeah. I think I think we assume that like our knowledge is like everyone's knowledge. I'm just like, oh yeah, everybody knows how to do this, right? And then you meet somebody who doesn't, who and you're doesn't. Like, Wait, like, I can oh, teach you something. I can help yeah. you. Yeah. Yay! Yeah, that's one thing I love about teaching singing is I work with professional singers, and we're just kind of honing and trying new skills and doing things. And people who have never done it, and like you were saying with the breath work, stripping it down to the beginning and seeing people's eyes light up when they get something or they learn it or they feel it. You've it's, been doing tongue twisters a lot lately with your clients. I have. I've thrown tongue twisters into and the And it's mix. hilarious. Like she has like all this like deep diary journaling work she does with her clients. And then like this one week I'm walking by the <laughs> office and I hear them going red leather, yellow leather, red leather, yellow leather. We're going, going Peter Piper pickled peppers. And I'm having them do it with the mouth specifically in the front. So it sounds weirder than usual of Peter Piper picked a peck of pickled peppers to really play in the front. Peppercush? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, Harry met Sally. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, it's fun because I do. I do a lot of serious work with the the journal entries and the mirror exercise and really bringing into the the songs and you and who you are. And with Zoom specifically, one of the reasons I brought in the tongue twisters is people are talking via Zoom and over the phone and you need to enunciate, enunciate. stronger than usual. I've had to, to learn how to slow myself down so much mm-hmm. more. You have. Um, to do sales uh, via Zoom and uh, sales via phone. Um, for real estate, which I think is going to help me out long term for pitching, because I won't. Mm-hmm. It's funny. Yeah. I understand structure when it comes to comedy, and I understand structure when it comes to um, like delivery of lines. But I have this need to get to the end when I'm doing sales, and it's like, no, 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 no. Tell the story. Tell Just, the slow, story. Slow it down. Yes. I, slow I'll it rush down. through my name. It's like, why would you rush through your name? This is yeah. your name, who are, man. Who are they going to call if they can't remember your name? They're going to call somebody else. Jason mm-hmm. Joseph Rosenwald. Oh, yeah. Not like that. <laughs> What's your name, man? No, not like that. I couldn't resist. I appreciate it. Thanks, Bo. 
Um, but where can we find you on Instagram, Twitter? Yes, what are all your YouTube's fun things that people can things? follow you? Um, Do you uh, you post pretty regularly on Instagram? So that's yeah, why I have so to ask. Instagram and Twitter, and I think. TikTok. I did start a TikTok. Ooh. You started there's, a TikTok. Only, I know. I'm one of those like in my 30s and I tried a TikTok. I'm trying to TikTok for <laughs> they, real estate. He's I trying get to it. do it too. They all suck so far, but you can go and look at them. Um, So all three of those platforms, it's at Kara Actress. Okay. So just K-A-R-A Actress. So it's um, double A in the middle there. Yeah, double A. Um, and then I, I, I have a YouTube channel but i i think it's just my name i don't <laughs> it's <laughs> not like it's not like called anything yeah. else i cool. don't think kara addington yeah it's just kara yes. addington and do you have any uh any projects or anything coming up that you're planning on doing or is the or like because i know you said that you had something maybe coming up in florida um so i might be working with a friend in florida but that's on like a a random little modeling gig um no at the moment i'm you know, like with remote work, it's kind of like I'm finally getting to the place where in my little pod of my RV, I can finish these scripts that I've been writing and work on these sketches that I've been writing. And I have so many podcast ideas and like... You've been, you've been listening to a lot of murder podcasts. I do listen to a lot of murder podcasts. That's amazing. Do, it, do you have a favorite one or two? Uh, so my favorite one is Morbid. Yeah, she was telling me about it last night. Uh, we, we've, been, awesome. we've been making fires out in a fire pit and chilling out. In the fire pit. I, if they listen to this, oh my goodness, I would be like... It would be it would be so cool because uh, they're <laughs> they're sisters and like they're just guys go listen to them. Um, one is a hairdresser and the other is a an autopsy tech. Dear so, lord! So like she knows all the Whoa. science behind like dead bodies and stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but they go. I I love it and I love it when like you know really long drives. Um, like I, uh, my boyfriend and I binged so many of these episodes while driving from LA to the East coast. So like oh seven gosh. days of just like <laughs> listening to, <laughs> to like how people died. Oh, it was I got to I, I think eventually that's got to change your brain chemistry. I mean, it might, <laughs> but I, it just For makes it it's too fun. It, though. It's it kind of makes it so that, um, so that you're just very aware of how, unsafe you are all the time. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you, um, I'm working on something right now with, so a property that we recently got the option back to, I'm adapting some of my experiences so far in real estate to it. And it's the kind of thing where you're like, wow, we really, this is a terrifying world that we live in. And we're not even aware of how terrifying it is. Um, I was touring a 216 year old home Yesterday, Whoa. two days, Think a few of days ago, life in that house and what it's yeah. seen. Two hundred and sixteen. Uh, it's in Brookville, Maryland. Brookville, Maryland, um, became the capital of the United States for a day when Washington was seized. Uh, Washington D.C. was seized during uh, the uh, War of eighteen twelve by the Whoa. British. So Brookville, oh. Maryland, is right up Georgia Avenue from Washington D.C. So it's a, okay. it's a what twenty miles about. Wow. If that far. So, yeah. um, so the president and the cabinet relocated to Brookville, Maryland for a day, for one day. to then re to retake back Washington, D.C. from the British. And the area, you're like, oh, wow, this is a root cellar under this house. It's a, like this is where people were just storing their vegetables. And it's it just there's the history in the house, the stones that there's an age in like a. There's an energy in all of those things because it's been lived in so many, you know, by so many people for so many years. The woods all gnarled and cool. Um, 
one of the chimneys is decommissioned. We went up into the the attic, and it's a terrifying. Yeah. Ter- like you can just see bodies being hung there. There weren't, ah, thank I God. Love it. I love but it. you can just picture it because it's like this is, yeah, this is where the bodies would be. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I, I lived in a place like that in uh, in Brooklyn, in Williamsburg. It was over a hundred years old, and it um it used to be a brothel. Yeah, I'm sure the energy in that's got to be crazy. Yeah. So like you could see uh, it had extra doors. Like it had like the actual door that you went in, but then it had multiple other doors because they were for other girls' entrances. And everything had been painted over with like 15 layers of like latex paint, but you could still see the uh, the old oil lights. Is it or the gas lights? Oh yeah. That's amazing. Um, and, and like the 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 doors and the floors were all wonky and nothing was really straight. And those places are awesome. There was these. Um, they are. There yeah, are these really are. cool, like t- uh, 150 year old, uh, 150, 100, 100, just under 100 year old fire extinguishers. They're basically just these little glass balls filled with a fire retardant, fire suppressant <laughs> um, fluid, but of the time of FDR. And when it gets heated, they break. Or you can throw them, and it'll put out the fire. The problem is, it's where they're located in the house. If the fire's gotten to them, uh, the it's house is gone. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah. It's too late. Yeah. 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 Speaking of random things with housing, have you guys seen the girl who went viral because of her TikTok videos? Because she found a an entire other apartment. apartment behind her bathroom mirror in New York that City. That connects to a staircase. Uh, you know what? I saw, like, the the twitter like the very beginning of yeah. that but i didn't read into it it's a four-part little tiktok thing and she she followed it and she's i think she was on ellen yesterday because terrifying. of it but she she felt a cold draft in her bathroom and she was like what is that and she put her hair up against something that's blowing she goes what is that coming from yeah and she realized it was the mirror and when she took the mirror off there was this hole she kind of poked her head through and was like there's a room Back there. And she goes through it, and there's like and a bottle of cool in. water, which means like somebody relatively recently has been apartment. inside of that. And she was like, "What the what?" Yeah, <laughs> no, I heard, I heard it because people were talking about like it was like the real Candyman. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I, I want to watch the Ellen segment. I think she was on yesterday. You check that out. I think. I'd yeah, be, uh, and those are the kind of things that you know, not to, to loop back to real estate. If you're a good agent, why is this happening? Why aren't you aware of this? Yeah, yeah, she was like, my landlord's going to get a phone call tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, how do you're, you not know? Your landlord's going to get a phone call now. That's not a tomorrow <laughs> thing because you don't know. Well, it was at night. I think when she finally went in, it was night, wasn't it? Oh, but the, gosh. the thing about that is Maybe it was the next you don't day. know if there's another entrance to yeah. that no, space. you don't. So however, don't. however that bottle of core water ended up in there, like whatever egress that is through, um, you, you, you need to... Sue. Yeah. A, a landlord. And I loved it. <laughs> she goes in and her roommate stayed on the other side. And there's this, there's this, it shows it in the video where they're like, oh, you're in the other dimension now. Like, good luck. And she's like, go, don't you go anywhere. But you she stay takes, right She there. takes a hammer with her. Yeah. Just in For case. protection. I would. And her roommate goes, you're Swing holding it the hammer. you mean it. You're holding, or, or, you're holding the hammer wrong. And she goes, you can't hold a hammer yeah, wrong for like, murder. Can you hold a hammer <laughs> wrong? And then he said, "Like swing it like you mean it." And she yeah. went, "Oh, that's good. Swing yeah. it like you mean yeah. it." Okay. No, no, no tentative strokes with oh that. Oh my gosh! Just, just, yeah. And just make sure though, make sure you don't throw it. No, that's the important well, thing. You want to keep you it. Need if it's the your only weapon, you. you can't you throw can't it at the person because now you've given them a weapon. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's one of those yes. things in those horror movies. I'm always like, why? Why would you throw that? Like, don't throw that at them. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. No. It's entertaining though. You should, you should check it I'm out. Gonna, I'm gonna go Google that. It's it's very very entertaining. 
Yes. And then they're going to make a horror movie out of it. They I'm so sure. are. Oh, 100%. I'm somebody sure. right now is like writing They're already script. in development. Oh. Yeah. They're already. I mean, yes. to be fair, that's, it's like every, um, every like haunted house trope. Mm-hmm. If you just have that, like, actually, there's somebody really hiding in the walls. Yeah. Your skin just goes, oh, God. <laughs> I'd rather it be something <laughs> otherworldly or supernatural than, you know, just, just a, a really creepy person. You know it's going to be a dude. I oh, wanted yeah. to say person. It's a dude. It's, it's a guy. A dude. It's a guy. There's like a documentary on Netflix oh, about that. And it was a guy that bought a hotel so that he could crawl up into the crawl space and watch people in their rooms. What? And he didn't like do anything like sexual. He, he just, just watched. watched them. He wanted to watch and see what they did. <laughs> yeah. And he wrote journals for years. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, uh, it's like the Bates Motel. Ah. Real yeah. life Bates Motel. Yeah. That gives me the heebie-jeebies. No, no murder, right. though. No murder. There was okay. no murder. He just wanted to watch. He I just mean, wanted to watch. Still a violation of your, you know, everything yeah. other than life and yeah. corpus. But it's still holy gross. cow. Blech. Yeah, that's creepy. Mm-hmm. Got some. Got some people, food for thought. People, man. <gasps> yeah, a messy lot. As my father says, humans a messy lot. It's one of my dad's phrases. That's very, very true. I love that phrase. <laughs> Yeah, Kara, this has been such a joy. Yeah. yeah, it's been really nice hanging out for is it this day two? I don't know what day it two is. Two or three. Two yeah. or three. You're here again. Yeah. Some. Uh, you're leaving tomorrow. I'm leaving right? tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go to North Carolina. I was gonna say what's next. Okay, okay North Carolina. Yep. So we're gonna go to North Carolina tomorrow, and then South Carolina Friday, okay. and then I'll be in Florida on the. You're just skipping Georgia. Yeah. Just right through. Yeah, we're just gonna go through. Um, <laughs> I'll head it on the way back. Uh, I'm going to go stay with a friend right outside of Tampa uh, for a little bit. And my whole reason for like getting there by Saturday, it's funny because when you have no schedule, like pretty much anything can be your reason for going or staying somewhere. So she was like, well, there's a there's an outdoor like pig roast at a ranch like uh, my friend's ranch and like everyone's safe and like wears masks and stuff, but there's going to be like food and stuff. If you want to like come on in, it starts at (laughs) four on Saturday. And I was like, all right, like, all right, I I will be there. I'll be there by then. Figure that schedule. Okay. Yeah. I can be there. Sure. Sounds good. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, and that means only like, you know, about six hours of driving a day, which really isn't too bad. Once you get up into like 10. Yeah. That's rough. I can imagine. The most driving I've ever done straight in a day is like, yeah, I think four and a half, somewhere between four and a half and six. And that was for me, was pushing my mental limit. Was that you and you and Tyler coming we came, from Kansas? We came to, from Kansas. Yeah. I drove my best friend out a few years back from Wichita, Kansas, where I grew up to, to L.A. Um, but Kansas, growing up in the Midwest, particularly with that much flat space, mm. you're used to going for two, three-hour drives at, at a clip. And the thing is, is uh, Kansas City is like 250 miles away. Um, you could do that in like two and a half, three hours <laughs> if you know what roads to take. Right. And that's not even that far. No, I think it's like 100, 180 miles. So you can you can do that in like two hours. Mm-hmm. It's absurd. And you can. And you uh, don't realize you're going 90. Yeah. But the road hasn't banked, hasn't yeah. moved. You haven't seen a town. There's nobody else. So the drive through. Um, it's like you and a cow. Pretty much. The drive through uh, Panhandle of Oklahoma, like we... We didn't actually drive through Texas, but we could see Texas on the other side of the road. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we scooted into New Mexico. That was the long drive. It was mm-hmm. from Wichita to Cuba. It's, uh, it's, it's, I think it's actually called Cuba, New Mexico. <laughs> Not Cuba. <laughs> Not Cuba. Not Cuba. 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 Sp- spelled Cuba. <laughs> Got it. 
Cuba. Cuba. That was Cuba. the longest road. And then we drove to, um, the next day we drove to the uh, Grand Canyon and then Vegas. Went to my parents' house in Vegas before they finished it. We were actually in there right. before they actually laid the floor. Nice. You guys actually, were in there before? I think it had just been roofed. They just finished the wow. roof on it. And they, that's how many years ago that was. And then we hit LA the next day. That's amazing. Yeah. The time. L- time goes in a weird Yeah, especially weird this way. last year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think 13 hours was the longest. <gasps> and that's um and that was also like we went from Vegas oh. to Colorado Springs, so that's um all uphill. It's like the hills, so it just felt like Whoa. you were on a roller coaster for like most of the oh. day. Like at first, did you guys wow. have the pull trailer yet for that or no? No, at oh, that thank point God. we were in like a it was a Dodge Promaster, like a like a van. Okay, um, but yeah, that was a that was a lot. The first couple hours, you're like, oh my gosh, the scenery is so pretty. This is so beautiful. It's so and romantic. Then after about like three or four hours, you're just like, <laughs> you're like I'm, done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm so done. Yeah. I don't want any more windy roads. I want a highway. I want it to be straight. Yeah. I don't want any more rocks. I don't care about the rocks. <laughs> we, yeah. So one summer yeah, when I was in college, yeah. I, I was working this random job. Uh, and we had to deliver a table out to Spokane, Washington from Seattle. And the um, Spokane's out in like really high desert, mm-hmm. um, like kind of like Montana. It's big sky country that far east of Washington State. But to get up to that plateau... You're just climbing out of the space in and over the Olympic Ridge. And oh. it was just like, and we were in a truck, yeah. like a, like an actual, like um, like a Mitsubishi Fuso, which is like a 15, 20 foot long truck. And it was just like, we're going 40. It feels like we're going 10. Yep. Every car, including a Pinto, could pass us it's right passing now. You. Yeah. I, I've gotten used to that in the RV. Like, every, yeah. pass me. Just I'm pass. not it's going good. any... I'll, I'll be any, in the right lane. Yeah, I'm not going any faster than 65. Go around. Like, I'm going to be over here. How frequently do you have to stop for gas? What's the mileage like on there? So, I have a 50-gallon gas tank. Wow. Um, which is a lot. That's a lot. Uh, <laughs> what's your, yeah, what's your range on that? Um, so, I can go... Because I've only filled it up like a couple of times. I think my gas mileage is like 12 or something, 12, 14. Like basically I can fill it up right now. Gas is about $3 yeah. a gallon. I can put a hundred dollars. less than two fifty here. <laughs> That's true. It well, is. It was $3 up, up <laughs> state. Yeah. Yes. So I'm very excited to fill up my gas tank here. <laughs> uh, I can fill it up with, uh, about a hundred bucks and go 350 to 400 miles. Okay. So it's really not that bad. I mean, it's still not going to be anywhere near a car (laughs) or a truck. I mean, it's a giant empty box. Uh, But it's really not too, too bad. And, like, there's little things that you can do, like keeping your tires the right pressure and, like, you know, driving on the highway. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, enjoy the rest of the journey. Have fun. I will. I know. Keep us updated with yes. everything you're doing. And the doing next time you swing back through, going. if we're still here, come visit us again. Absolutely. I will. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Aw. And I just love seeing your face. It's I, nice think to I, see I messaged person. her the other night and went, it's so lovely just to have you here. Yeah. And to see you. It would, I mean, it would be, it'd be nicer to like hang out inside. Sure. Inside, be able to like, you know, hug. I mean, yeah. there are still things we can't do. But yeah. soon. This has been so delightful. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for joining us. Thank you guys thank for you having me. Of course. And thank you all for tuning in. Like you say, babe. I'm Amelia Myers. I'm Jason Rosenwald. And, and this, this has been Married to Hollywood. Hollywood. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Love is love. love Black is love. lives matter. Yes. Vote. Do all the things. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. And uh, go get a vaccine. Yes, please. Please. Bye. Bye.